Hello and welcome to Post the Post Podcast, Season 5, Episode 5, 2.0. 2.0. Yeah, that's so, right. So, last week, on May 23rd, we printed out these notes. There's four pages of notes. It's a lot of notes. We had quite a chat, and it was an interesting episode because we didn't have our power cord for our camera, so we had to, like, boom, 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 hammer it out quick. Yeah. We did. We did, and it was actually, like, one of our best podcasts, I think. It was a lot of good conversation. We talked about a lot of stuff. Uh, what happened, Neil? See, here's the thing. You, remember, you guys remember that chicken burger video we released about a week ago where we tried the BK Nashville chicken? Well, we actually filmed that here, and I had forgotten this mic to film that video. And if you're listening to the audio, you're not going to see any of this, but uh, we only had one mic. So what I did was mute my line on the mixer and boost Jason's mic, and we put that in between us. And then when we came to do the podcast, you brought your mic I back. I did bring my mic. I, I fixed that mistake. But I did not lower Jason's audio on his channel, and I didn't unmute myself. So <laughs> the most important part, all you got to hear was me screaming real loud, and you didn't hear Neil at all. Yeah. So I mean, it was unreleasable. We may have been able to fix the audio levels, but there is no way we could have released it with me basically <laughs> in the background. Not, not you know, not it's, it just wasn't possible. So we scrapped it. Yeah. So that's why there was no podcast last weekend. I apologize. It's a hundred percent Neil's mistake. Um, and we did have some of the conversations again in the videos that you have seen on my channel today. Yep. The Boston Islanders. No, not that one. Sorry. The, uh, Florida Tampa. Yep. We did talk about that in the podcast a little bit, but here we are. <laughs> and some of it's blurring be- between me now because we did, we did two videos for the YouTube productions channel. Yes. Today. But we also talked on the podcast. I can't remember what things I said on those videos and what <laughs> things I said on the podcast, which was a week ago that never came out. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. anyways, we have notes. We have th- we have new notes and we yeah. have old notes. But most of what we're com- we're going to talk about today yeah. is the new notes, stuff that just happened. But if it's okay with you, before we get into this, I want to present you with something. <laughs> oh no! Okay. All right. Now, as you can tell from the background, we have added a couple of things on our shelves. But there are empty spaces, and there's still a lot of decisions to be made. Yep. So I have got some things. Uh-oh. Okay. Are you ready? Yep. Close your eyes. This makes for excellent audio. It does. Okay, don't open the... Okay. Oh, i seen them. That's fine. <laughs> Did you get them all? Every one of them. Oh, snap. So... There are people on our Discord that want to pay money to have us ship these to them. Oh, really? That is how intense these are i didn't know that so these are the tim hortons hockey sticks uh, little players hockey sticks that you can get their collectible item uh they're 5.99 each and if you open up one oh it shows snap. A stick, picture of the player and stuff obviously it's the camera's far so you're not gonna be able to see it that well but if you're canadian you already know what these are maybe we'll take a picture of them after the podcast and we'll throw it in for the youtube listeners yeah so i'm gonna youtube watchers i'm gonna i'll just set them here for now and i'm gonna open them all up just in case people can't see them and we'll put them on the shelves after, after the podcast, maybe, and go from there. Yeah. So. Epic. I like it. Yeah. I, I was thinking about it. Uh, I was in Tim Hortons yesterday, and I saw them all up there. And they had them all from the one store? They had five of them displayed with one missing, and I'm like, can I have one of all the hockey sticks you have left in stock? She's like, actually, we have all of them. That one over there is just missing for whatever reason. One second. She comes back <laughs> with all six. I'm like, heck Yeah. <laughs> So I got all these plus two maple dip donuts, and it was $44. Jeez. <laughs> so anyways, 
Uh, nice collectible item. I've never got them before. Nope. And I wanted to do it finally because they've been doing this for, I don't know, four or five years, something, something yep. like that. So, yeah, there we go. Anyways. I feel like these are going to fall over at some point. Yeah, probably. All right. Maybe. So if you hear a big, la- big bang there later, you know what it was. It was these hockey sticks falling over because some of them are looking a little wobbly, but uh, maybe not. Well, maybe that one's looking. Well, we'll see. We'll see. That's a little more stable now. Okay. So I want to jump into last night because yeah, last night is fresh in my mind. Let's hit it. Last night was great. <laughs> last night, two things happened that could have happened that I wanted to happen, and they both happened. Obviously, based on your Boston Bruins attire. Boston had a great game. Pasternak had a great game. We'll get into that. But more importantly, montreal Toronto was going to Game 7. Are you nervous? No. Like, <laughs> I don't care if, if Montreal loses now. They put the fear into the Leafs, and that's all I wanted. Nobody. Now, if Montreal wins, I don't know what I'm going to do. Because I told you <laughs> before we started this, and I told the friends I was, I was talking to, I was on Discord last night talking to a different group of friends. And when that... Montreal goal went in. I was just yeah, like I yelled right out. I wasn't even watching the Boston game. Like, sure this, I'm not. I'm not watching the Boston game. Well, I was. I kept flicking back. But when there's an elimination game, I'm watching that elimination game. Absolutely. So Montreal scored. I, I don't know if I've ever cheered that hard for Montreal in my life. I love it because it's just. I wish I was it's not there. something a Bruins fan does. But when they're playing the Leafs, it is. This is nothing against the Leafs. It's just Montreal had no business being in this series. Yeah. And we're one game away from me putting a face tattoo on my face. That's why I said you're nervous. No, I, I will embrace it. Because if you're not aware, if maybe you're new, we made a bet that if Montreal Canadiens won the series, and this was prior to the series even taking place, I believe. I think so, yep. Uh, that you would... Because I said there's no point of even playing the series. They may as well just go to the second <laughs> round, and here we are going to game seven. Yes. Like, who would have predicted that? Nobody. So next podcast, depending on what happens tomorrow night, Monday night, yep. you may have a big, giant Montreal Canadiens. I don't think I will, but I will embrace it. I don't it think I you do. will either, Yeah, but it's going to be amazing. I just can't see Montreal winning three in a row. Like that's. And I also want you to wear the exact same thing you're wearing now, but with the Montreal Canadiens. <laughs> oh, man. That's brutal. It is brutal. <laughs> All right, I'll do it. Okay. So anyway... Uh, I had the biggest grin on my face for about 25 minutes after that game was over, and I couldn't stop smiling. Like, I was just, I couldn't believe it. I was so nervous. I was so oh, I nervous. Bet. They were shot 13 to 1 in the overtime. They, Montreal played that game, specifically the overtime, a lot of the last half of the third, exactly like Minnesota played against uh, Vegas. Totally. Vegas was running the show in a lot of those games. Yep. But Minnesota played extremely opportunistic. They waited for their chance. And most of the time, on a really good chance, they just capitalized. They didn't need, you know, 25 excellent scoring chances to, to score. They needed four and capitalized on three. And Montreal kind of played that game last night. I don't necessarily like that game because it's very stressful. <laughs> yeah, there's there a, a few people on our Discord like JP and Larry. They're just like, I, my heart can't take this. It's not built for this type yeah, of hockey. No, it's, it's not ideal hockey to watch if you're cheering for that team that's <laughs> always defending. But it can be successful. But it really has no business being successful against the Toronto Maple Leafs. No. Where is Marner? Where's Matthews? Totally. They need to show um, up. Marner with a real stupid penalty last night. Yeah. Just a stupid, yeah. stupid penalty. So I think I think Leafs fans are frustrated, and I will say this before I, we continue: there was a missed call last night. Oh, oh yeah, Petrie. Yep. Did you see? You know what I'm talking yep. about? I think was it Galchenyuk that he hit? I think it was Galchenyuk, or maybe it wasn't. I, don't, I anyway. can't remember who it was, but I know who you're talking about. Petrie hit someone in the head, right in front of the ref. The ref didn't call it. Yep. I, I thought it was going to be a penalty. I thought it was going to be a, you know, it's a headshot. Yep. 
no one's talking about it. Yep. Like, because it's Petrie? Petrie. Yeah, because it's Petrie. I don't I don't know. What if it was Gallagher? There's only one camera angle of it. So maybe there's not enough conclusive data to Is it a legitimate miss? Like was uh, yeah. he just was he was he in the vision, but that's not what he was looking at? Because I, I know what you're talking it about. It looked intentional. And I, I don't, but I don't, I don't know. Even the broadcasters didn't mention it. So maybe it was, everyone just completely missed it. I'm not sure, but mm-hmm. I think it should have been a penalty. Yep. At least. Yep. And guess what happened after that? Yep. Montreal scored. <laughs> yeah. So I don't necessarily like to agree with Leaf fans. I think a lot of times they can be extremely biased, just like some Montreal Canadiens fans. But I'm on board with Leaf fans here. I think that should have been a call. Yep. And I think Montreal should have gone on the penalty kill. And who knows? We could be having a completely different conversation right now. But with that said, Toronto has no business even messing with Montreal in game six. This should have been done a long time ago. Yeah, I agree. So you sleep in the bed that you make. And right now, Toronto is not sleeping because they're worried. Yeah. They got to play game seven. And you're literally touting. Well, you're not touting, but you've got a guy that put up and the same amount of goals in so few games, who's not really doing anything for you. Like, he's had chances. Carey Price made a couple good saves on Matthews last night. We could have a whole conversation about Carey Price. Yeah. Carey Price MVP last night. Carey Price MVP hard last night. Yep. Yeah. He... Are you are you nervous if you're a Leafs fan that Carey Price is going to be MVP oh game God, seven? Yes. If I'm a Leafs fan, I am nervous because Carey Price is seems to be different Carey Price in the playoffs. We saw it last year. We're yep. seeing it again today. And... You are coming into another Game 7 as a Leafs fan in a series that you should probably win. Now, they, it was a Game 7, was it last year? They lost against Columbus. The previous year, they lost against Boston in a series that they were leading. Mm-hmm. The previous year, they came back in a series, I think, against Boston, and they lost. Mm-hmm. For games that they could have closed the series, so this is not necessarily Game 7, but it could have been Game 6. Like, if they were up three games... In games that they could have closed off the series since 2013, they are 0 for 7. That's unbelievable. Like, that's a huge negative statistic. And did you see the other statistic against for Montreal? For Carey Price or Montreal? No, in Montreal general? in general. No. Nope. Or in the, in, in the entire NHL, actually. No team in NHL history has been in the lead in the third period, <laughs> given oh, up the Twice goals, in a row. Twice in a row. I did see that. Come back yeah. and then, but actually win. <laughs> what an intense stat. Uh, Steve, it's like we were rolling, and then we kind of sucked for a bit, but we, we came out on the end. <laughs> Steve Dangle is calling the uh, Maple Leafs haunted. Oh, snap. He's hitting the emergency button already. He's he's nervous. He's nervous. Uh, so, yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm a Canadians fan. I expect them to lose. I don't even necessarily expect them to win Game 7, but just the fact that they forced Game 7 They should be the worst team win. in the playoffs right now. Yes, it's a win. It's a win for the Montreal And Canadians. they're playing li- literally the best team from the division. So what does this say about the division? Yeah. It, there's a lot of things that could be said. Montreal is... Now, they had fans in the arena last night, which was awesome. That was that was amazing. They sung... The, did you see the fans in the Boston game? They no. had 18,000 people. The most so far. That's the like building a- was full, basically. What's their capacities? Their, cap- just their capacity 000. is less than 18,000, but they just added some more seating <laughs> to be able to fit more people in. Okay, so there was no regulations at so, all. No, because starting in the second round, 
The NHL says it's up to the teams to determine. And they just opened it up. And they opened it up. Was it masks or no masks? No masks. No masks. So it's literally a regular playoff game. Regular. In a normal year. Everyone was in there. They were shoulder to shoulder, no masks, and they were hooting and hollering and. Unbelievable. That's a weird. So sight. not quite the same as the Canadians game, but still pretty awesome. Yeah, I in our series preview that released today, actually on the production channel, I said that I'm going to be watching every single game of the Islanders, Boston game, or series rather. I didn't. I didn't watch the first game. Okay, so the, the other <laughs> Montreal game, Toronto's playing. The it. other game was on, and I didn't realize. Again, I don't like that we're starting the second round before the first one's done. I agree. We're I, doing Boston and Washington started before the regular season was done. But now we're doing the same thing with Boston again. It's dumb. Yeah, I, it's it's odd. And then there's more games today from the second round that yep. are starting. Toronto Montreal doesn't play till tomorrow night. But it's funny because Toronto should have had this cleared up like a couple <laughs> days ago. Last Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think Montreal is playing at 100%. Pretty close to. 98% Pretty we'll close say. to. I think Toronto's playing at about 65, 70%. So, um,. I'm I'm more like as a Canadian fan. I don't necessarily expect them to win. I'm hoping they're going to win, obviously, but I'm still I'm still a little bit nervous. I want to talk about the defense ice time. It's I Montreal's sent you a picture. Yeah. yeah, they have six defensemen. Obviously, only four of them really played last night. They rolled four hard last night. So Weber and Shiraz, I hate pronounce yeah, it. Shiraz. They both had over 35 minutes each. Weber had 37. Edmondson and Petrie. Petrie had 34, almost 35. Edmondson had almost 29. Then on the third <laughs> matchup, Kulak had six minutes and 13 seconds and Gustafson had six minutes and 39. Yeah, they, they I mean, the top four, they just. So it they, shows they you just, where your trust is. Them. Yeah, I mean, and I. And, and, Kev, and Kevin Bieksa called it before the game started. He said, watch them lower their defense, like only play the top four. And he was right. Because there have been mistakes, unfortunately. And I thought. I thought both goalies actually played pretty well last Campbell night. Was, Campbell was awesome. Like, almost every goal that went in was off of a defenseman's stick or a leg or something like that. Yeah. Like, there was a lot of deflections. And both of the goals that went on Montreal were like that. So, Carey Price was just on fire. And even the overtime goal, it went off of... I can't remember who it was. Yeah. It went off I of... I can't remember. Um, he went off his leg. So, I mean, that's close, too. Yeah. It's, a lot of the conversations about Carey Price shouldn't be because Jack Campbell has been... Not just as that game. I mean, overall in the series, it's been very good. There's been a couple of goals he probably should have had, but mm-hmm. uh, in general, he's played very well. And uh, it's, especially it's, considering he's Jack Campbell, he's just a guy. Like when you started this year, Jack Campbell was not your guy. He's yeah, just a guy. And that's not really now he is the guy. That's not meant to sound offensive to Jack no, Campbell. No, it's just it's, it's just it's Jack actually Campbell. a compliment. Yeah, it he's is. taken over the main job. Heck yeah. So I, I mean, I'm impressed. Even though Toronto's in a position that they should not be in. I'm still impressed with some of their players. It's not Jack Campbell's fault or where they are. No, I think their top line needs to get going. Other than that egregious giveaway from Galchenyuk, I thought Gal- Galchenyuk has had a pretty decent series. See, that's why I can't fault Galchenyuk. I don't know. No, that wasn't a video we talked about. He's done great things in this series. He has. So, yes, he did cost you that blast overtime in game five. Mm-hmm. But he's also been like one of the best players in some of the other games. So and I, th- I think Hyman's been pretty good as well. Yep. Uh, probably one of the, the biggest underrated players in the, in the NHL. I really like him a He's lot. He's a hardworking dude. He's super hardworking. Yeah. Uh, a lot, and, and Jason Spezza, being as old Jason, as he is. He scored again last night. He's just killing it. Like, I don't understand. So I, I really, you know, as a Canadians fan, it's difficult to cheer, obviously cheer for the, for the Toronto Maple Leafs players. But there are a lot of players. There's that good have stories to there. To. Yeah, objectively, there's you know there's a lot of positive things in Toronto. Like Spezza could have been done if it weren't for them picking him up. Absolutely, and he's 
he's shown that he's useful. Toronto needs to get their big guys going because that's not all they win, need. Even if they win Game Seven, they're not going to win the Stanley Cup unless those boys are rolling. Yeah. So even if Tavares comes back, it doesn't really matter. Matthews and Marner need to get going. And it seems to me this is a pattern for playoff hockey yes. with those players because when they play Boston, those players didn't really do anything against those series either. And what what else do you change? The, the management has changed. See, that's that, what I mean. And Kyle Dewis has been really good about when the Leafs end the season and they lose because they've been losing for a while now, he takes it on himself saying, I've got to make the team better. Mm-hmm. I don't think he can take it on himself this year. He's done so much for that team. They yes. have an extremely good team on paper. Yes, they do. He went out and addressed all their problems. He got more toughness. Like He picked up a couple vets for the experience. Yes. He's got the goaltender going. Like, I don't know. Like, he's going to... He, now, if they lose, <laughs> like, I don't do want to go down this road because I don't think they're going to lose. I really don't. I think I think they're going to blow Montreal out of the water. I think it's going to be like 5-1 or something I, like that. I agree, actually, yes. So, But if they lose, I think he is going to take the blame on himself again. But I don't see how he can. And I would like to see how he would spin that because, sure, you can... Like last year, a lot of people, including analysts, were saying they're just not tough enough. And, mm. and they were saying, you know, our toughness will be our power play. And so goal- we're going to kill you on the power play. We're not going to be tough physically. This year, they're way more tough. Yeah. And, they're, and there's, they goaltending got a criti- there's goaltending criticism, too. Totally. Along with that. Yep. If they got their goaltending from this year in a previous year. Totally. They probably would have advanced. And t- toughness? They probably like Kyle Dubas cannot make the players play. Like regular season, they were on fire. Yeah. And now they're not. And... That's not a GM's problem. I don't know if it's a coaching problem. I don't think it's a coaching problem. It's just, like I said, Gary Price made a couple of big saves on Matthews last night. Yeah. So like he there was not, that. They had chances. There was one that went off his blocker that was real close and it hit, I think it hit the crossbar after he saved it. And then he stuck his leg out in that one where he kind of did his wraparound in yeah, overtime. Yeah, that was, that was that made me nervous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was real nervous. So I don't know. Maybe it's, but maybe it is a GM's fault because maybe it's a culture problem. And maybe but I don't think so. I think they have a good culture. Like look at their regular season. Look at the regular season Leafs and the playoff Leafs are two totally different animals. And Florida Panthers had a really good regular season too. That's true, but they also ran into Tampa. They and, did. And I mean, everyone had Tampa to win that series, except for you because you were trying to will but Florida into the Washington, second round. Washington for the past decade, other than the year they won the Stanley Cup. Yep. One of the best regular seasons consistently in, in NHL history, the Washington Capitals had for, a, you know, like almost a decade. But they never did anything in the playoffs. Do you think winning a cup can be a fluke or no? For uh, example... Washington was eliminated in the first round for many years. I think three of the four or something like that. They went out in the first round. Yeah. And then that one year they went all the way. So can you say their one year of winning was a fluke and that they're, I don't see a lot of people are saying this online. I don't think you can fluke your way into a Stanley cup final. There, there's flukes in games. Totally. But, bounces, but over a whole series, over a whole series and multiple series and through the entire playoffs. No, it's hard work. It's determination. Yep. It's, it's, resilience some divisions are stronger than others as well that's right so i mean like look at we got vegas and colorado coming up for a round two matchup that could be a final right there i know like literally that could be a stanley cup final and it probably should be no offense to any of the other teams i would love that to be the final but like imagine if montreal wins tonight winnipeg and montreal (laughs) compared to (laughs) vegas and colorado it's not even close to the same matchup i know and then out of montreal and and winnipeg hypothetically if one of those win we'll say winnipeg (laughs) Winnipeg plays either Tampa or, oh, I guess it recedes after that. It recedes, yeah. Still, there, whoever comes from the North Division, and we, we talked about this even before the playoffs started, is likely going to be the fourth seed team 
just judgment wise across the entire fan base of whatever team. Maybe because de- the division's so weak. It depends because I think if Boston makes it and Toronto makes it, Boston will be the fourth seed. Oh man, Boston could potentially play Toronto in <laughs> yes the conference final. That would be that would be awesome actually. No, Boston could play Toronto in the final because if Colorado comes out, Toronto comes out, Tampa comes out. Oh yeah, okay. Boston plays Colorado. Yeah, Toronto right. plays Tampa. And then we could have a Leafs Bruins wow. final, which would be amazing. I didn't even think about that. That's really interesting. Yep. I would love that. But then if if Montreal or Winnipeg comes out, I think that reseeding changes and it wouldn't be yeah. those matchups. So I don't know them offhand. I'd have to have the paper on me, but Yeah, there's some scenarios that you have to go through in your head and whatnot. So Okay. In the one episode we did last week that we never aired, we talked about the stupid goaltender interference call that Mark Bergevin Oh, that was real dumb. So we had another one kind of last night. Not as bad, but... It wasn't as bad, but it was still no way that was coming back. Because Jack Campbell didn't make an effort to try to get up. And I saw a bunch of Leafs fans argue this online that, you know, Toffoli was in the blue paint. He He was, but Campbell was laying on his belly, not moving. Yeah, he did make no effort. You you can't impede the goal if he's not trying to go anywhere. Exactly. If he even made just the slightest bit of effort... He thought he had it. He thought he had the puck covered. Yeah, and that's that's what it comes down to. Yeah. I don't think I'm being biased here. That was the right call. You're not, because I listened to Overdrive, TSO Overdrive. They are huge Leafs fans. O-Dog. Yes. O-Dog was on the panel last night on the national broadcast saying that he thought the call, the call was equally as dumb as the Bergeron call. He said there's no way that that was coming back. But I, I almost like the risk in a way, because worst case, they have to kill a penalty. Who's power player they're facing? Yeah. Probably the worst in the playoffs. The but then Marner chucks it over the boards, and, and then, then it's a two-on, or a five-on-three, and then they score. That is the part that is not predictable. And that's where they got in trouble. I I don't mind the challenge, but it's... I still thought it was the wrong decision, but I thought the risk was worth it. Yeah. But it... Marner. <laughs> right, Marner. I believe Carey Price is now 10-0 in playoff games where Montreal scores three goals. Three goals or more, yeah. I think, actually, I think it's 11. I think 11 it was, now. I, I think it was 10 prior. 11, 11 now. now. So... Montreal, Montreal scoring goals, though, is almost like a paradox because <laughs> yeah. that's something they haven't been able to do until these last couple of games. Yeah. And I love the fact that Kakanyemi got it because he was out of the lineup in the first game. It's kind of intense because they had their fans giving them juice last night. I believe that 100% they were given juice. Montreal came up playing real well, I thought. Yeah. Now they're going to go to Toronto, but Toronto fans aren't there to give them juice. That's true. So it's like a neutral. Like, sure, you get the last change, but other than that, the environment is neutral. Mm. And that's the other thing, too. That's the first game in Canada in, what, 14 months or something? Yeah, 14 months. Since uh, since COVID started, that there has been fans in there. So there's a bit of poetic justice that Montreal won at home with fans for the first time in 14 months. If you're a hockey fan, you can, even if you're a Leafs fan, you can kind of appreciate that. But I'm sure even the Leafs players enjoyed having fans oh, to play. Yeah. There, there were Leafs fans in the stands Oh, totally well. there were. But yeah, you're right. It's uh, There's no juice. There's not going to be much juice in the... Oh, I almost said the ACC. It's the Scotiabank, Scotiabank Arena. Arena. But uh, anyways, it's going to be exciting. I'm obviously watch it. By the way, as a Scotiabank customer, I don't like I agree. that the bank that I pay fees to is paying $200 million to put their name on an arena in Toronto that does nothing. Completely. Hey, guess what? The Leafs are playing at Scotiabank Arena tonight. Hmm, maybe I'll switch banks. I should probably switch banks and open up an account. Like, what does that do? It gives you brand awareness, I guess, but people have their banks. They're not just going to switch because, hey, you sponsor this. Hey, okay, sure. It's 
it's not like it's jeans or something you can just go out and try. Yeah. Like it's a bank. It's a massive. Like once you're in it, decision. it's kind of a hassle to get out because all your bills come out of there. That's where your pay goes into. Like people aren't like jumping ship banks all the time. Yeah. It Rogers makes sense because you could switch phone accounts. Fine. It makes more sense. Bell they treat new customers sense. better than the old ones. So <laughs> you're better off switching every time your promo ends. Yeah. You should tell them maybe at the end of the podcast about yeah. your situation. But yeah. Anyways, uh, tomorrow's going to be fun. Uh, who, oh, tomorrow. Whoever, whoever you cheer for. If you're down in the States or if you're over in Europe or wherever you watch hockey, I hope somewhere you can get that Canadian feed. Mm. I know it's harder. I don't think the States picks it up on it. Here's what I, you can do on Sportsnet YouTube channel. They are streaming the game live with Steve Dangle watching at the same time. I heard about that, you but then I was it. like, he must not be actually watching the game. He's literally watching the game in his place where he does his videos, but it's on the Sportsnet channel. That is the perk of working for Sportsnet. And obviously Steve Dangle is very Toronto yes. heavy. He only and he's obviously employed by Sportsnet. Employed. He does a wonderful, fantastic job. Really? He, unbelievable. Not biased. Completely objective. So good. Like, I, So he's not playing the Dangle character? He is a little bit. Not not the LFR Dangle. Okay. But he's he's... He's very good at what he does. Very smart. Uh, very objective calls. I don't really watch Steve Dangle content. Not because I don't like him. Just because I don't watch anyone else's yep. regular hockey talk on YouTube. Just Jersey stuff. He is probably one of my favorite Sportsnet employees. Even though he's kind of not viewed as one. Yeah. Man, he's fantastic. I would love to see him do just general color commentary for a regular game. Mm-hmm. I, think he'd be, I think he'd be fantastic. Yeah. So, uh, shout out to him. And... If you want to jump on YouTube, you can watch the game tomorrow night with Steve. Word. I think it's literally called Watching the Leafs with Steve or something like that. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Anyway. It's not region blocked. It is not region blocked. Yeah. You can watch it on. <laughs> well, there you go. He had at one point he had 46,000 <laughs> concurrent viewers. Wow. That's huge. Yeah, it 46, is. 46,000. For hockey on YouTube? And it's on his own channel? No, it's on the Sportsnet channel. Oh, okay. But it's still like, that's huge. Yeah, that's cool. And I think it was 226,000 total views. That's a, it's a lot of eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. So what else you got? What's well, we've got recaps because we did, we we did a little bit, but yeah, we did some recaps last week when we didn't release our podcast because a couple of series ended last (laughs) week. Now they're pretty much all done except for the Montreal Toronto series. You've got videos on YouTube about them. I don't know if you want to go through them again or just skip them. Uh, Winnipeg Edmonton. It's kind of weird because we've talked about stuff and then it's like, you want to talk about it again because you didn't talk about it because it never came out last week. But it's almost like fake because we've already talked about it. Yeah, the conversation isn't as authentic. Yeah, it's definitely not authentic. Carolina, Nashville, we didn't really talk about that. I thought Nashville, that I actually filmed that re- recap today. That's coming out on the channel today, production channel. Just quickly, impressed by Nashville. Love yep. that Saros played. Uh, I thought Nashville did way better. Nashville than- did uh, way better than I, most people thought they would do this season. So it's a really good step uh, forward in the future. Uh, Carolina played i guess exactly how i was expecting yep. uh, I, I think i predicted carolina in six or five whatever so it's, it, it ended kind of how i thought it was going to yep and now they move on all right so jason just sneezed so i lost my spot but i did make me think of something else i wanted to say with this series the fans nashville fans oh, were unbelievable snap. carolina fans were unbelievable just as a hockey fan just watching that series watching those fans just go crazy and both of those arenas was super enjoyable and i loved it uh tampa and florida we talked about that actually in an entire video, which yep. is on the channel released today. So we'll skip that one. Islanders in Pittsburgh, we can skip that one. Uh, Colorado, St. Louis, that 
I don't remember if we talked about that or not, but there's not really much to say. Colorado. We might have talked about We actually might have talked about that one. I don't remember what I said. Yeah. So I might, everything's just a blur in this yeah. past week, honestly. Yeah. Uh, Vegas defeats Minnesota, which is why I'm wearing this jersey today. Shout out to Minnesota. Shout out to Minnesota. Like, they were getting ragged on by their local sports people. Like, I don't, like, they're journalists or, like, they went down in the series big time. And they were, they had people, like, coming right at them. Like, you guys were supposed to, this was the year, blah, 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 blah. Like, just, you guys are terrible. We got to blow this up. And then they kind of make it a series. They absolutely make it a series. And I, I think I was wrong, I guess, my initial season predictions. I had them missing the playoffs completely. And there's no team that I enjoyed watching more than Minnesota this year in the regular season. I watched mostly Montreal, but Minnesota was right behind them. And, yep. and they're number one as far as teams I enjoyed to watch. Yep. I enjoyed watching them in the playoffs. I'm happy they came back. Shout out to Minnesota. Looking forward to the future. They had me nervous a little bit because four years ago, the team looked pretty good. They made a trade for Hansel. They gave up a first round pick. And I was like, I don't know what that, but I'm still pretty excited. They went into the playoffs. They didn't do anything. I got disappointed. Stopped following them a little bit. They kind of fell off the radar in these past couple of years. Now they're coming back. I was really excited this year. They did pretty good in the playoffs. Took Vegas to seven games. Are you kidding me? They gave them a scare. And then I'm looking forward to next year. Well, they've already disappointed me four years ago, and I kind of fell for it a little bit. Do I want to, you know, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me once, shame on me. Do I really want to be fooled again? So I got th- I got some thinking to do about the Minnesota Wild this offseason on how much I want to in- emotionally invest in them next year, but... I think I'm, there's going to be some changes. There are, there are going to be some tra- changes. And shout out to Cam Talbot. Are you kidding me, Cam Talbot? Heck yeah. This is his career. Yep. Just up and down all over the place. And he played so damn well this year and in the playoffs. Unbelievable. Yep. Loved it. So I think Preze might not be on the team next year. I don't think so. I think... Uh, That's what they're talking about. He's w- one of my favorite players on the team. So this is a conflicting conversation for me. <laughs> but I kind of agree a little bit like when you think of them like that's who you think of a lot of people will think of Preze and Suter because they signed those huge contracts back in the day like whoa these are the biggest contracts ever like whoa you guys are crazy (laughs) you signed two of them at once so yeah um I feel I feel bad because I really would I think the team deserves to be in the second round based on how they played this season I think they just had a really tough matchup yeah but with that said Minnesota has a really winning. Uh, 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 that doesn't make sense. Minnesota has a, a winning record against Vegas entirely. You know, since Vegas entered the league, so yeah. there's no team that had more, uh, you know, history in defeating Vegas than, than Minnesota, yeah. and they still couldn't do it. So I mean, that game seven environment, like, a you have your home fans there, and then the arena is just looking spectacular with all those things draped over the seats. Yeah, and I Vegas just showed like in that game seven like. You ain't touching us. Yeah. Like this is this is what this is how it is. Thanks for coming out. Exactly. But we're moving on. Patrick was back. I was cheering for Minnesota as hard as I could. It didn't matter. It didn't Couldn't matter. will them in. <laughs> Vegas is just the spirit team. Yeah. Moving on. All right. Well, that kind of wraps up some of those. But you have down here the Boston Islanders game from yesterday. Yeah. So we're into the second round already. Yeah. I mean, kind of good. But like I said, I'd like to see things wrapped up. I understand. You know, the North Division started late. It's going to end late. It could have ended early, but whatever. I'd rather have the Game 7. These teams haven't played in 40-some years in the playoffs, and we're getting a Game 7 out of it, so heck yeah, bring it on. That's if, all you're, if you're writing a movie, this is how it will go. And they are doing a movie. The HBO is doing a behind-the-things Leafs. If they lose, this HBO thing is going to be awesome. Wait, 
I thought it was on Amazon. Uh, maybe it is. I don't know who's doing it. But I, yeah, you're right. I get like there's literally people following them, all chronicling <laughs> the year of the Leafs because this is the year. Oh, maybe it is. But I can't wait to see it. Even if they win, I can't see to see or can't wait to see like the frustrations, the the locker room yeah. stuff, like just the oh, come on boys, like what's going on here? Like, do you think that is potentially the reason why Matthews and Martin are a little not themselves? But they've been following them all year, and they've both had, like, awesome years. I know, but regular the, the, season's uh Like, I know we already talked about this series, but <laughs> the pressure on Toronto for Game 7 is enormous. I don't think there's ever been more pressure on a team ever. There's no pressure for, for Montreal. If Montreal loses, their fans aren't going to be mad. Nope. They're Montreal, not expected to be there. Montreal already got their victory. 100%. That's how. It, that's literally how it is. So, this is 100% on, on Toronto getting the job done. <laughs> like this is pressure. If I'm, if I'm, if they fan, lose again this year, like they're not, are they just gonna like, okay, we lost, let's go again next year? Are they gonna not make changes? If I'm a Leafs fan, I am sick to my stomach. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. I can't wait to see that. Okay, so anyway, back to Boston. Sorry <laughs> to get off on that. Um, past playoff pass snack was on full display last night. Hat trick. Heck yeah. I did see the highlights. I didn't see the game. I did no. watch the highlights. There, there was some rough stuff. Yeah, in the game. I told you. Well, we, we talked I, about it. I told yes. you, but did it come out? It did. We did that on it YouTube. It did, and video. I put a thing at the top. This was filmed prior to game one <laughs> because we did talk about the physicality, yep. and it was there. Yep. And I loved it from what I saw. I obviously missed a lot of it. Yep. I I hope it comes back. And I said in that video I wasn't nervous, and I wasn't nervous last night. I'm feeling good about this series. I'm not confident. But I'm feeling good. Boston's just hot right now. Like, if, if Boston plays the way that they should play and Islanders play their game, I think Boston can win this series. Yeah. I don't think it's like, oh, we're absolutely going to crush this. There's no way we can lose. I don't, Obviously, I don't think it's like that. But mm-hmm. I don't think that we're the underdogs in this series. I think nope. it's either, like, in on our Discord predictions last night, it was 2-1 to one Boston. Mm-hmm. So the general people on our Discord feel it that way. So I don't know. I'm feeling pretty good about this. And what's I think maybe most impressive is their back end has changed significantly. No oh, Chara, yeah. no Krug. It's all young guys now. Like Mil- to, Miller's hurt. To do that, McAvoy had a nice goal last night. Yeah, yeah I did. And to do that and continue to be this competitive, and then bring in someone like Taylor Hall, who has historically not really given a lot to the teams he's played on in big moments, other than the New Jersey year where he was amazing. There's a risk there. He plays. He's been playing really well for Boston. Apparently, he wants to maybe sign there when he's this year's over. That's all I want to give a play. shout out to Melody Martin. Uh oh, she's probably not going to watch this, but go check out her channel if you're not on it. She had a video where she had um, my viewers try to convince me to yeah. go for a different team. And when she got to the Boston se- section, she's just like, "Yeah, like that's going to happen." <laughs> Taylor Hall. <laughs> so I know you're salty, but I just want to thank you for giving to us for nothing. Because that's a brutal trade. He recently came out and said that there were other teams that made offers for that was more or something like that. I don't know. I don't, maybe he didn't say it, but someone said it. Maybe it was someone on Sportsnet panel. There were other offers from other teams. Oh yeah, that could have gotten more. I mentioned it. I don't know where I mentioned it. They offered first round picks for him. Yeah, and Taylor Hall shut it down. Yeah, because he has no trade. He was he was waiting. Listen, he has that right. Yes, I know. It's funny because a lot of times players like the fans over the owners or the management or whatever but in when this stuff happens they hate the player and and rather go with the the management team Mm -hmm. but when you sign a guy on a one-year contract and give him a no move 
That's so that's stupid. Like the no move is financial value in a way. Like instead of offering them, like they offered him eight million dollars. Mm-hmm. Instead of offering him like nine or ten with a no trade, they gave him eight with the the no move, which gives him power. Yeah, all the power basically. Like obviously but, Buffalo thought they were gonna have a different year than they had, or else they wouldn't have done this. Right, obviously. But you can't get mad at the player when he exercises his no movement right. But I'm pretty sure Taylor Hall said that he would have agreed to go to a couple of teams, but he was just holding out for Boston. Yes. Boston was where he wanted to go. And he wanted to go there this year. Yeah. But Boston didn't have the room to take him, and it was going to take time to try to move things around. Mm. So he just signed with Buffalo. Yeah. I'm, I think there was another team he would have gone to, too. I can't remember who it was, but there was two. Yeah, there was. I think there was at least two. I mean, there might have been a third. I thought I remember hearing a third. I can't remember what team it was, though. Yeah, I can't either. And I remember, back I, and look, but. I'm pretty sure that he wants to resign with Boston now. And maybe for the dirt cheaps, because that's the only way he's staying. Yeah. So anyway, I'm feeling pretty good about that series. You predicted uh, Boston 6, I think, didn't you? I don't know if I think I you said Boston 6, and I said Boston, Boston 7. I'll take Boston we did, 6. We did make predictions in that video. Uh, Yeah, the Tampa thing. Let's talk about that. The jersey situation. Okay, so... You, we, where do we start with you this? You send me a video. This was what? I got, Thursday night? I got on it early. You The video that you sent me had 836 views yep. when you sent it to me on YouTube. And what is that video showing, Neil? A dad and a daughter, I think? It was, it was a son, I think. Oh, a dad and a son? Yeah. There's a dad and a kid at a Tampa game wearing a non-Tampa jersey. And there's a man and a woman from the Tampa arena staff slash security that are basically telling them if they don't take their jerseys off, they're going to kick them out. Yeah, and these were in club seats. Yep. So there was conversations back and forth. and That conversation got intense near the end, too. He's like, what if I wore a swastika? Would I be allowed to wear it? Yeah, I don't know if I necessarily <laughs> like the attitude yeah, of the guy. He kind of went a little far with it. Yeah, he went a little far, that's for sure. It was kind of a little weird, but but this is something not wrong. It's not surprising because Tampa's been, pardon my words, but douchey about stuff like this for a while. Like Same with Chicago. Chicago's same with limiting who's, who, who can buy the tickets. Yeah. Apparently, I didn't know about the limiting the jerseys, but it has been going on for... Yeah, apparently 2015 it happened as, as well. Yeah. Uh, so you're just not allowed to wear any other team's jerseys except for Tampa. So uh, let me propose a situation to you. Okay. Do you ever see those jerseys that are split and cut down the middle and then sewed back together that are two teams? <laughs> what if someone wore one of those? They'd be kicked out. You think so? Yeah. Does that violate the rule? Technically, they're wearing a Tampa jersey. Yeah, but technically, they're wearing a away jersey. Yeah, well, you, you, still, <laughs> he's still right and he's still wrong, so what <laughs> yeah. do you do? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so anyways, you sent me that video, 836 views. Uh, I retweeted it and then it was on Reddit and a bunch of other people were retweeting it as well. The last time I checked the view count on that video, which was the next day, the Friday night or Friday afternoon, there was over 70,000 views. Mm-hmm. And just before that, there was a reporter. I don't know if he's based in Tampa. I know his name, but I don't know where he's based out of. Yeah. But he tweeted out that the Tampa Bay Lightning are removing that policy. Oh, Greg Wyshynski. Yeah. Yeah. He's a pretty big... NHL yeah, they're informer guy. They've abolished that policy. Yeah. It was a bad look. It was a okay. Some people Tampa fans were arguing that it's a bad look to have what's a worse look? Seeing some Florida Panthers <laughs> yeah, literally sit in the club seats or that video. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Like I don't care. If I'm watching a Bruins game and I'm seeing some Leafs jerseys down lower where the camera is for the majority. Like, that doesn't affect me. Like, of course there's Leafs fans there. Here's the perfect situation. Not to talk about the series again, but Montreal versus uh, Toronto last night. There was all, all kinds of Toronto. Only 2,500 fans allowed in the arena, and there were a bunch of Toronto Maple Leafs totally. fans. You think that the Montreal Canadiens, of the only 2,500 fans in the arena, that they, obviously they don't want Maple Leafs fans there. 
But it, that, that's what makes hockey awesome. Yeah. yeah, they're not in there telling them to take their jerseys off. Exactly. And did, did it make you upset that you've seen those blue jerseys? I like, loved it. Exactly. Who cares? There was even a husband and wife sitting together. They had <laughs> yeah, different, they different jerseys on. She was standing up saying, yeah, and the other guy was just looking on his phone like, yeah, we lost. Exactly. So I, I'm glad they did it. Tampa Bay, good job for waking up. Stupid policy. Don't bring it back. Nashville, take notes. Okay. What's next? Oh, okay. So this is stuff that I had here at the end. Okay. Uh, did you see this whole segment? Mm, with, with Elliot and no, Chris Johnson. No, no, no. Chris Johnson. I can't even say his name. Chris Johnston. Johnson. Um, so who's the who's the host? I forget his name too. David Amber. David Amber. He okay. was kind of you know throwing questions pre predetermined questions at them. Yeah. And they were delivering stories. So there's five topics here. I'm going to break it down by topic and then who was reporting on it. So Chris reported on the John Tavares thing. John Tavares will not be available for Game 7, Toronto versus Montreal. It is not happening. I don't think anyone should be surprised by that. Not surprised. I'm not even sure why they're bringing it up. Yeah. Some people were like, oh, he's skating, because there's a video of him skating for practice. Oh, he must be coming back soon. I'm like, no, he's not. Dude, he's, he's doing light exercise. Like, that's part of his rehab. He has a knee injury. Exactly. Uh, next, Chris also was reporting on this. Fans in other cities in uh, Canada going to arenas and stuff. So, Toronto slash Ontario... Not happening in the second round, I don't think. Or they're not sure, sorry. Manitoba has just extended their stay-at-home order, so it's unlikely that we'll see fans in Winnipeg for round two, which is very unfortunate, but understandable, completely understandable. Uh, And then Friedman jumped in with Seth Jones. Seth Jones has informed the Columbus Blue Jackets that he will not be resigning with the team. And that he will test free agency. I did see that, yeah. How do you feel about this? What a slap in the face. Columbus is already down. Like they're 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 hurting, it's, they're wounded. It's bold. And then this, uh, that's a massive loss. Columbus went all in with that year, two years ago, three years ago, with uh, Panarin and Bobrovsky, yeah. where they knew they were going to lose them, and they decided to keep them and make the run. Yes. And then it was two or three years ago. Man. But then, so then they went all in, and then those players left, which everyone thought, and then they actually had a good year the next year too. Yeah. Like they were, they defied expectations and actually went on a little bit of a run. So they're, this definitely hurts too. Columbus, like they're going to have a new coach. I feel, like Torts is out of there. I feel really bad. I don't think Columbus deserves it. Is this a mini rebuild coming? Yes. Totally. Uh, yeah, you can't. I think there needs to be drastic changes made and just kind of reset and look at the options and see what's going on. Now, switching gears over to Pittsburgh. I don't even know why this was a conversation. I'm really surprised by this, but Elliot was reporting on Pittsburgh coaching. Uh, Sullivan has three years left on his coaching contract in Pittsburgh, and Elliot said he expects Sullivan to remain the coach of the team and that no changes will be made. I thought I read that it was for sure that he was coming back. Uh, yeah, I, yeah he, well, that's the, what the headline said, but that's not what Elliot actually said oh. in the segment. I don't even know why they're having conversations about this. I don't think Pittsburgh necessarily lost due, due to coaching, but... Hey, maybe I'm wrong, but he's coming back and that's not surprising. Jack Eichel, Elliot was uh, reporting on this as well. Jack Eichel and Buffalo will meet sometime in the next week to discuss their future or non-future. Oh, snap. So this goes back to the conversation we did have. That wasn't last week, was it? We talked about him two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Yeah. So we actually had the Jack Eichel conversation on this podcast about his surgery and how he wants to do that insane neck thing. It's not insane, but it's just... He's done his 12 weeks, right? Like, today. It's yep. his last day of his 12 weeks or yep. whatever it was, so... Which makes sense that they have to talk again, because if it's still bothering him, he has to go to the team saying, listen, this is still bothering me. How are we going to address this? And 
I, if you're not going to address this in a way that satisfies me, then we need to look at options about splitting up. Well, by the way, the conversation happened or the way it was reported has nothing to do with the, his medical plan. It had to do with his actual future with the team. Oh, maybe he's beyond that. Then maybe just I think that's what it's coming done. down to. He's beyond it. So I can't find it. I thought I read something about Winnipeg thought they were going to be allowed to have fans. They've they've applied for it. They're waiting maybe to hear back. Maybe that's what I read was the apply. Yeah. I know I read something last night about it, but. Yeah. They're just waiting to hear back, but, but Manitoba's extended it's the unlikely. stay at home order. So it's extremely yeah. unlikely for round two. Yeah. Which is, it's really unfortunate, especially if they play Montreal. Because yeah. Montreal will have fans again, hypothetically, if they win. <laughs> uh, and, and Winnipeg won't, which is a shame because Winnipeg fans in the playoffs, the oh, yeah. out. Nothing better. There's probably nothing better. I love me some whiteout. Yeah. So. Especially when their arena is so smaller than all the other arenas. Oh, it's only just, like, what, 15,000 people or something so like that? It's so loud. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. That's great stuff. That's all the notes I had. Yeah. And that you had. So I don't know how long this podcast is, but I don't think there's much else we're, to say. We're kind of on a time because um, <laughs> I woke up at <laughs> one this afternoon, something like that. Anyway, long story short, me and a dad, no sleep. Yeah. No I got sleep. to bed around 630. And then I think my wife got up with my son around 10.30. And then from 10.30 to 1, I slept. Yeah. Because that's they're not there, so I can actually sleep for that. So I knew you were sleeping. I got up, and apparently my brother-in-law, who lives across the street from me, which is weird, but that's just how it is. <laughs> um, my sister's at work, and my mom was trying to get a hold of me, and I wasn't answering because my phone was muted because I was sleeping. So she called him. He came over and knocked on our door because he's looking after his daughter. They're in a different city, like, what, an hour, 20 minutes away, an hour and a half yeah, away? Yeah, St. John's. So they went down there to go to a restaurant, apparently, to get takeout because it's their that's anniversary. Bold. So they drove all the way down there to get takeout because that's where they one of the places they went when they first started dating uh, or something. Okay. So there was sentimental value behind it. I, I wouldn't do that because that's too far to go for a takeout meal. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, their car broke down. So they're stuck out there, down an hour and a half away. So finally, I call her back, and she's like, you're going to have to come pick us up. And I'm like, I'm supposed to film this with, with Neil. That's like three or four hours of the day right there that... We can't not have a podcast again. So anyway, they're getting a tow truck to tow the car back here. It's going to cost them like $500 to get their towed back here. So then they asked the tow truck driver if he could jump in with them for the drive back. And he said, sure. So I didn't have to go down there. But I'm anticipating any minute this phone's going to go off saying, okay, yeah. we're back in Fredericton. You got to come pick us up from the place and take us home. <laughs> so I got to keep an eye on that. No there, was something, there was something else I was going to say. Uh, you're going you're to talk, maybe tell the story about the Rogers Bell situation if not i do have a story okay go ahead it's not really a story but i was in st andrews yesterday yep i ate at a spot never ate there before never really been to st andrews before it's called red something okay outdoor patio what did i order chicken strips i ordered chicken strips and fries dude unbelievable <laughs> no way some of the best fries some of the best Ooh. chicken strips i have ever had in my entire life we literally have to go sometime like soon no way it's gonna, dude it's gonna blow no you way. away i just went on a story about how we would not drive to go get food and then <laughs> the next thing you follow up was is we need to drive to st andrews to go get some food i'm telling you dude like okay it what, was like 12.99 what is better that you've had uh hmm uh, or what is it slightly compared to oh is it better than anything here yes Whoa, that's okay. high praise. Sometimes you go places and you get really good fries and the chicken strips are like, eh. Sometimes you get really good chicken strips and the fries are, mm. these, these are both? But the combination of these fries and chicken strips is out of this world. Like it's in the portion size. So was this like a pub? It's Yeah, it's like a pub with an outdoor patio kind of thing. So it's just like this, basically a no-name restaurant kind of deal. Yeah. Just like a local. Like a one and done kind of thing. 
and that like it was $12.99, like reasonable price, but the portion size, it was huge, big, five big chicken strips, fresh, <laughs> tons of fries. I couldn't even finish it. Wow. Dude, I'm telling you, we got to go. We got to go. <laughs> what are we doing here? Let's go. <laughs> I'm intrigued. It Although is. that is literally the only thing to do in St. Andrews unless you like golfing. Yeah, pretty much. 